Welcome to Outsiders Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Woodall. To my right, Andrew McKinley. And to his right, Brett Welty. Bryce Armstrong. We all moved. We all moved. <laughs> we all, my facial hair fell off. We fear change. Yes, we do. I don't. I love change. That's this room has changed how he many times since we started? I was like, a million. Change in his pockets. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like change. But, um, oh, yeah. I don't. Mm. Yeah, we've not that kind of change. It's we been a while. Jingle everywhere. It's been a little bit. It's, it's been, been a while. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's reasons for that. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> me. Maybe we'll get into it. Who knows? Maybe we'll get into well, it. We'll, 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 we might talk about. Hey, it. Well, how about Bryce? How I feel like doing? I'm seventy. How have I been doing? Yeah. Uh, up until yesterday, I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Ten o'clock last night was awful. Uh, yeah. No, we had we ended up calling nine one one because Maverick stopped breathing. So that was terrifying. He went to the hospital in an ambulance, and yeah, yeah it was not fun. He's doing good now, though. He He's went good. In an ambulance? I didn't know that part. He, of it. Yeah, I didn't know that part. He of went it. in an ambulance. Yep. Oh wow, that's wild. Yeah, it wasn't fun. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. were you able to ride? Imagine. Uh, Becca rode. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I didn't ride. Um, well, someone did. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. She did, and but someone has to bring a vehicle to the hospital. Yeah, I drove. I drove to there. Go home with. And yeah. yeah but when you go to the, the to the hospital in an ambulance, you, ambulance, I think it's you, ambulance. Am, ambulance, ambulance. You don't, you don't, you don't have to wait in the waiting room, and oh. uh, you don't have to wear a mask. So like that was cool. It's hey, like dude. a hospital fast pass, dude. It was, oh, it was fast nice. Pass. And six thousand dollars later, you're in. Ah, insurance man. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Iowa. Someone's paying it. Someone's paying. You're paying for it. You're paying for it. You're yeah. paying for it. I'm paying for my show. own. I did this. He's show. my nephew, that. so I feel okay about that. Yeah, I'm good. That's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I like I'll, him. I'll, yeah, I'll pay for it. I'll yeah, I'm in. Yeah, he's he's doing good now, though. As far as we can tell, I, I, there's so many theories, but they we got no answers. Hey, Brett, how are you? How am I? Let yeah. me see. How am I? Well, I'm not riding an ambulance bad. Yeah, um, which uh, is good. Not to make light of no something fine. serious, but uh, let's see what is going on. <sighs> nothing. I got nothing new going on. Hmm? <laughs> what? <laughs> we're, we're actually expect- nothing. For those listening that don't know us, we're expecting our fifth child Five. in October. Mm. So we are yeah. uh, getting ready for that in in uh, short order. Um, we realized we have nothing because all of our stuff after four kids was ratty, and we threw it away. <laughs> so we're going to have to like <laughs> buy everything. Which, But again, kid five, you kind of know what you don't need and what you do need. So so there's that. Um, other than that, you know, life's, life's good. We, you know, life's busy. The days are long, but the weeks are short. I always say, and it just seems to be. I heard some guy say it one time. It feels to be true. So, checks out. Yeah. <coughs> Who's coming? Andrew McKinley. How's it? Hey. So, is this technically like our first recording since I've been back? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I forget for sure because my memory's awful. But yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm finally getting out of that like back from vacation haze, and getting back to normal. I and never run out of that. My tan is fading finally. Come on. <laughs> you know, many we days I had to spend indoors to get rid of this nasty stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm back to normal. I feel awkward at the edge of the table here. I have no idea, like, where to put my hands and stuff without breaking everything. Don't break anything. I think you're breaking anything. I'm going to break everything. Hobby Lobby, baby. Mm. Yeah, boy. Yeah, there's a lot in this room. There's a lot of Hobby, there's Hobby, a lot Hobby, of Hobby Lobby in this room. I told you. We are basically a commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hobby Pro- Lobby. We're like old 50s style product placement. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, Cola. I'm doing good. Just back to normal. What about you? Me? Um, 
Well, I mean, since we last recorded, I've been sick twice. <laughs> what else is new, dude? You get sick all the time. Uh, this is like the weirdest year. I've, there was years. There's like ever since, ever since I started coming to Morningside Baptist, I've just been getting sick mm-hmm. all the time. That's the Keep devil. Medium rare chicken. <laughs> that could be too. <laughs> no, I, no, I, that's I just yeah, I just been getting sick a little bit more. So hopefully, since springtime is coming forth, I won't have to worry about sickness. But you know what? I'm probably a nuclear bomb on the inside waiting to explode. So, anyways, sounds yeah. like an elaborate fart joke. <laughs> just so everyone knows, this is water. It does look like it should be. It looks like those glasses should have something brown in them instead. This is water. We drink coffee. Anyways, let's get on to the famed section of our whole podcast. It's our opening monologue (laughs) of Would You Rather. And I found... 250 would you rather questions that we're not going to answer all okay but we're going to answer a couple of them at least give me a tough one mm, would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade what am i in jail for and what kind of jail am i in gen pop yeah am i in a white See, i watch i watch law and order <clears throat> am i in a white collar prison am i in... or the other kind yeah, like, there's, like, there's uh, that's for like money laundering. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which prison am I in? Because that depends on my answer. Um, oops, sorry. <laughs> a coma. Um, I'm picking a coma. I would rather be in jail, but a grandma jail. <laughs> <laughs> Who did not see that you coming? Get I with did needles. not see that coming. I don't because know we why. Get kittens I didn't. and outdoor time. <laughs> I can, we don't get outdoors time, Michael. <laughs> you know what? We're all going to get outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, how come we don't get outdoors time? Why, you, think, you think jail's better? <laughs> how big is your TV in your jail cell? Oh, bigger than that one. Oh, you guys <laughs> I can stand here and watch TV for hours. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> This is for us. This yeah, that's right. Yeah, we are, yeah. we're enjoying this. You said, this you is said not jail? For viewers. Or I would do jail. Comma. I would uh, definitely take jail. I think Seriously? It would yeah, depend. I would. Because my kids could visit. My wife could visit. Mm. You know, I'm thinking more about my family at that point. If mm. I'm being selfish, I would go with coma. Mm. Because it's just you just probably don't experience most of it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm thinking of others, which I hope I would do, <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would go with jail and, and have the shorter time. Away from family. I'm picking coma. I'm sorry. What's, no, <laughs> call me selfish. What, don't say Sorry to your wife. Huh? What, what's <laughs> the worst? What's the worst thing about jail, Michael? The dementos that come in that suck out your soul and it hurts. <laughs> what are you in for, prison, Mike? Oh, I never got caught. <laughs> <laughs> are you in prison, prison, Mike? <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Oh. All right. Would you? Would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? Over. Overdressed. Over. Under. By a long Over. shot. Over. Underdressed. <laughs> Andrew, is there's you're a, really conflicted? There's a war between my modesty and how hot I get all the time <laughs> in my heart right now. I don't know, man. What if it? What if it's like a uh, Nike dry fit uh, oh. type suit? Yuck. So it like wicks the sweat away and you're, you're cool. you're making this up. 
No, they, they, they I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know if they do. Apparently, this dude makes said, money moves. I said, uh, what custom. if it's like that? Dave Ramsey would have to buy that baby. Suit. I feel like I have not yet found a piece of clothing I can't be too warm in. It's true. All right. <laughs> so have you ever worn dry fit? No, but challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm just will, saying. I'll show you dry fit. I will walk Here, back sweaty. Here's 40 bucks. You need 60 more to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If Bryce is funding this experiment, I not, a be no, not a chance. Overdressed. By a law, mm. always overdressed. Overdressed. I think modesty wins out. Yeah. I'm going to go with overdressed. Underdressed. Mm. Underdressed every time. I'll be sweaty. So now I took that as like overdressed socially. Yeah. Not overdressed as in too many articles of clothing. Yes. So like yeah. I'm the guy wearing a suit to church because I'm no. overdressed. Is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But those um, clothes are always too warm. Well, that's fair. I'll give you that. And I'm the oh. guy wearing pajama pants to church, no, which not. I never do that. Like, could, could underdress that's include disgusting. just like shorts and a t-shirt all the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what Absolutely. I, I, I that's... might go with underdress. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. I don't know. We could just say to you all the time, "Read the room, dude." Yeah. <laughs> shorts again. Read the room. Well, dude. then, like, what happens when you show up at an event Ooh. where, like. Like, what if a bunch of people are going swimming and you have to show up underdressed to swimming? Like, <laughs> you're flexing the would you wear that too hard. That's what this is about, man. Yeah, I didn't go there, but I will be overdressed you, for swimming. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll do that. The Prince of Preacher, Martin Lloyd Jones, he went to he went to the beach with a suit on. There's pictures of it. He went to the beach in a suit on vacation. I, I don't know who that is, but I need to see the most famous picture. preacher in London. In like, I'd get the, those during like, the forties. Like. Uh, onesie black and white stripe <laughs> swimming <laughs> swimming suits for guys from like the 1800s yes look at here see look at here yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. let me get my sucker yeah. by jove the water's pleasant <laughs> <laughs> we're only two questions in yeah third one would you rather swim in a pool of nutella or a pool of maple yes. syrup maple syrup all day nutella's too close to chocolate Love Nutella. Oh yeah, you don't like chocolate. I don't. Nutella is. Gross. I would take a run and start at that Nutella and skip across. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little concerned I would die. In the, like in Nutella. The, no, I think in, in either one. In the maple syrup, I feel like I'd get stuck. I, uh, get I, I just neither I hate one. When, I hate the feeling of maple, maple syrup on my hands. Imagine it all That's over true. your body. That's true. I don't body. like being sticky. Oh, you're well, good. Nutella be sticky too, though. You're good with Nutella all over your hands. <laughs> It's smoother. Get the big jar and just get in there. And all <laughs> this is how you. This is how you're supposed to eat. Winnie it. the Pooh style. Just get yeah. up in there and shovel <laughs> no, it in your mouth. You don't need a spoon. You got two spoons at the end of your wrist. <laughs> it's like poi. Uh, it's, it's, it's like poi from Hawaii. Yeah, taro root. Oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they measure it how thick it is by how many fingers it takes to hold some up. So like, they got one finger poi is like the thick stuff. Then two finger poi is like it's runnier, so you got to do this to get it. Mm. Then there's three finger, and that's just messing around. Nerd, <laughs> that's just not even cooked. All right, one more, Brandon. One more, bruh. We're already okay. like yeah, one more. almost ten minutes into this. All right, <laughs> this is a good one. Would you rather vomit on your hero, or have your hero vomit on you? Well, hang on. Who's your hero? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't really have a hero, so... Because if he's shorter than me... <laughs> all day. If he's taller than me, it's coming down. Well, my hero... Never mind. My hero's... Like the, I mean, obviously, my hero's The Rock. <laughs> Dwayne? I'm just kidding. I'm starting to get the most ridiculous hero. My hero... My hero's... 
McDonald. For this situation, <laughs> my my hero will be Brett. <laughs> Puke on me all day. Gross. Um, I don't. If I have a hero, hero, who would be my hero? That's a tough question. Don't say your dad. Spider Man. What? He's my hero. He'd probably, He's fake. He'd probably vomit. Webs. Okay. And can your hero be fake? So yes. is Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> it's the rock. He's, he's like ninety percent CGI. He's I mean, not that's real. true. I've never seen him. It's true. Fair. Whom? Whom is this? Um, um, I regret saying that. Um, Whomst? Who would be my hero? Does it got to be alive? No. No. And apparently, it's got to be real. Apparently, the rules are out the window. I can be Obviously, Mister Fantastic because he's stretchy. What is that? I mean, pl- Plastic Man was a superior stretchy hero. Spider Man, get what? out of this. Okay, for real. Who's stretchy vomit? Mom. Did you say Muhammad? No, no I said stretchy, vomit. stretchy <laughs> vomit. It'd be like silly putty. Blah. <laughs> oh. It's a swamp. <laughs> right back at you. Who'd be my hero? I can be your hero, baby. I would have to say one of my particular this is going to be the most ridiculous thing i've ever i'm heard. editing most of this out it's fine <laughs> one of my particular heroes is jim carrey's grinch <laughs> it's a good character so i would love him to vomit on me you're a weird human being <laughs> because it would be it would be mixed with a hilarious amount of noise <laughs> <laughs> that's like him from Liar Liar. I know. Oh, oh. that's funny. Yeah. You, need to, you need to be Jim Carrey in uh, Ace Ventura 2 when he's being birthed out of the robot room. <laughs> <laughs> that is yes. the epitome of Jim Carrey's humor. You that is that movie. That I need is, to see it. That you is his to. peak moment of his <laughs> yes. career right The fact there. that this has come up agreed. twice in the last, what, two days, three I days? I think I said it yesterday. Yeah, it yes, yeah. It's agreed. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I quoted you. Have you never seen that scene even? Uh, I've never seen any of that. No. Well, look at Okay. We'll Google it later. What, what, once we're done with this. Yeah, we'll take it Can we pause offline. the recording and yeah. take care of this right now? <laughs> no, it's been taken. All righty, let's get on to our topic. Boom. Brett. Oh, yeah. Lead us off. Sure, yeah, let's do baby. It. So we're going to start. On to the topic, boys. Oh, the, the topics are back on the menu, boys. Let's do it. We're so dumb. We're I so love it. <laughs> the best part oh. is the tens of people that will listen to this will never get any of our jokes, but they're for us. They're for us. They're, they're for us. Juicy jelly. If you tuned in to enjoy this, sorry. sorry. Yeah. You're going to be majorly you. disappointed. It, Brett's wife's going to be like, you guys need to stop. Hey, guys. You know what? It's time to stop. <laughs> sorry, my wife has standards. Your wives just won't say it to you. You're never no, no, no my wife she... just doesn't listen anymore. <laughs> Her passive-aggressive answer is, I don't know, I didn't hear that I one. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear oh, that one. shoot. Anyways. Here we are. So we're no. going to start a series of episodes on worship. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and I feel like I'm the guy that has to moderate them because I'm the only one here that doesn't have any experience in the traditional sense of the word worship. I'm sitting around the table with three worship guys. Define traditional. I'm meaning like when someone thinks of worship, they think of somebody that is involved in the music, music. aspect of a church service. Yeah. Joke's but, on you. I don't yeah. listen to that much Christian music. Boom roasted. <laughs> We're going to start a series of episodes talking about worship. And we're going to start this first episode maybe in a place that, that some of our listeners wouldn't think is the right place to start or they wouldn't understand where we want to start. And we want to start by having an overall theology of worship and what we mean by that is 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 worship more 
than just a service or a type of service that we have at a church, or is it something greater than that? Mm. Now, we want to start this episode by answering that question, or, or how do we develop a, a more robust theology of worship? And what we mean by theology is theo meaning God. So what does God think about worship? So first, yeah. I think we should start with how do, how do we define worship? And I think there are three typical um, definitions, uh, depending on how you're using the word. Um, Andrew, would you be willing to give us the definition of worship as a noun? Yes. So as a noun, uh, it's excellence of character, dignity, worth, or worthiness. Yeah. Thank you. So worship would, would in that sense, be the character and, and the, 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 if the worship is, is, how would you define that? That would be the value of somebody, right? Or somebody worth being worshipped, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yep. Bra- uh, Bryce, worship as a verb? To adore, to pay divine honors to, to reverence with supreme respect and veneration. Very good. I don't know what veneration no, is. So, so I, I, I rip all of my quotes <clears throat> from the 1828 Webster's Dictionary because cool. I think it's like the most legit dictionary. And so they have words like veneration. So if we don't know, we don't know. But Andrew knows what that word means. <laughs> this is the con- first time in my entire life. Context. I, I mean, I got a general idea. Yeah. yeah. It means great respect, reverence. There you go. Yeah. Right. Thank so you, to reverence with great reverence. So, yeah, so I, was, I love about definitions. Yeah, I say, to reverence with great reverence. Doubled. <laughs> okay. So I think so. We're also getting to this idea of of, of the act of worship, right? So mm-hmm. that so being a verb. So so when we worship, that is what that says. Um, and then one more uh, definition of worship. Brandon, would you take yes. the last one? Um, it would be to perform acts of adoration or to perform religious service. Right. Right. So I think we have the, the – so we're kind of like taking it from abroad and we're bringing it down to more narrow, right? So yes. we worship someone or something or anything really in our own lives that is worthy of a certain type of character. Um, and then we do that by paying respect and we can even do it through the form of, of formal religious services. So here's my question. The first question tonight that we're going to go around the table. Let's do it. Is it more than just singing? Is, is worship more than just singing? Yes. 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 Next question. Okay, good. Nailed it. Yes, no questions. I'm great for those. Just so good. good. Yeah. Well, isn't it interesting that, that it would seem that the, the act of singing is not referenced in any one of these three definitions? It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. It makes me feel so much better about <laughs> what worship really is. Yeah. Because I can't sing. Well, <laughs> that, that's not where I saw that sentence going, oh. that's, but I respect it. Thank you. I respect it. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's interesting in like Psalm 150, it talks yeah. about like verse six, it just says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Right. That isn't, but that doesn't like, and that whole Psalm talks about being like more like music based, mm-hmm. 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 but at the end it just says everything that has breath. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily like singing that, that we worship or we praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's just giving him adoration. Right. Yeah. Over, but I, th- but I do think that this whole singing thing has come in more in the last probably hundred years. Yeah. Since everything's a little bit more commercialized and streamlined, so mm-hmm. the church feels like it probably has to pick up the slack that it maybe had that thought it had, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. To sound more like the culture, mm-hmm. to reach people, reach the lost, or whatever. But a lot of times that gets to the point of almost, it almost becomes more mediocre in a way mm. it kind of loses steam and we're not actually like putting thought process and like the bible backing our music yeah or our that. hearts oh yeah you know yeah so I, yes. that's 
which is the core of worship yeah. is mm-hmm. is God but if you, and it, yeah. his work. But if you look back in the past, it was like worship was a time of was like times of silence or times of prayer or times of being together in fellowship. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't talk we don't really affiliate that with worship anymore. Right. We just affiliate music with the act of worship. Right. There's something I'm glad we don't do anymore, like sacrificing animals. Yes. You know? Me too. <laughs> yes. Right. I don't like That's blood. Like, I don't like Old Testament worship. Scary. <laughs> 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 right. Well, so so two texts that we could look at. So one is showing that that singing is still important. So we don't want to we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, so yes. to speak, and say that singing is not an, a part of worship. But Psalm ninety six. Would someone would Bryce? Would you just read the first like sentence or two? We don't have to read the whole, all six verses or whatever, but Psalm 96. Yep. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Yeah. Right. Uh, We can stop there. Okay. They can look it up. Don't go crazy. They can 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 look look it up. up. Psalm 96. Read the whole thing. You know what? I might throw it at the bottom. We'll see. (laughs) It sounds good. Read the whole thing. That sounds good. So so singing is important, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't want to say it's not, Mm -hmm. but there's also other verses that say that it's more than that. Andrew, would you read Romans 12, 1 and 2? Yeah. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, Mm -hmm. that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Yeah, so now, like, when Paul writes that, like, Uh like, like, what is he thinking about when he thinks about worship? Well, I mean, it's more than just singing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's present your bodies as a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. holy and acceptable, right? Which is your spiritual worship, mm. which seems to be more robust than say an hour or an hour and a half once a week, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Or or so, more or even than, twenty minutes at the beginning of a service. Yeah, yeah. true, well, very yeah. true. Very uh, true. Or being transformed, our mm-hmm. minds are renewed, right? Which, yeah, then right. our whole bodies are renewed from that. Right. So then why do we think that singing is all that comes to mind for most Christians? Like, what, like, what, like how do we get here? Because it's emotional. Mm. It's when you start feeling things. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, but I Romans would, 12 didn't say anything about feeling anything. No, it didn't. Hmm. Weird. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Well, continue. Uh, Andrew, also, what do you think? I was also thinking that, like, that's the part of a church service that, like, they don't have any other word for. Mm. Like, everything, oh, yeah. else, everything else can be... Oh, Defined one way or another. And, what a charitable way to think. I, I, You're such a let's kind do of, this singing. What a, build, yeah, yeah, a bridge say, builder, this guy. Please stand for the sing. <laughs> please be standed. Please, please be standed. Stand. <laughs> <laughs> You're Live on, hero. baby. Live <laughs> on. Brett's not my hero. You're my hero. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. And you're a much better one. <laughs> for sure. No. Nope. <laughs> no thanks. You're gonna get burfed on. No, no thanks. I don't want. I don't want that burden. No. I don't oh. want people. I don't want people's here. Right. <laughs> Pick a different hero, baby. <laughs> I found so when we were researching this, mm-hmm. I did find a a little article from the Gospel Coalition that talked about like I talked about worship a little bit. It says worship is. The proper response of all moral, city uh, and beings to God, ascribing all honor and worth to their Creator God, precisely because He is worthy and <clears throat> delightfully so. 
this side of the fall, human worship of God properly responds to the redemptive provisions that God has graciously graciously made. Mm. So I thought, yeah, that's yeah. probably why we set we we put more of a um, at least a more of an emphasis on musical worship or singing worship. Sure, because a lot of times, like you said, it's emotion. It is emotional, and it and I don't think like and like you said, we shouldn't like um, just throw emotions out either. Right, because God gave those those mm-hmm. emotions. Right. But there's a part where we, where it becomes, it could be, become, it could become manipulative yeah. to just stir Oh, it's not up. hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Music, it, music makes you feel things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in church to make you yeah. feel something. Yeah. That's true. It's just a universal, yeah. it's like a universal language that breaks all barriers of language mm-hmm. and emotion and emotions. Like you could go to Brazil and Iron Maiden could show up and they could, they could all speak Spanish, but they can sing Iron Maiden in English. It's true. Right? right. Because that's just how music and I, is. And I can sing Happy Birthday in Spanish. So, I mean, I get yeah. it. There it is. That's not. Edit. 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 Can, no. can, 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 can you? Can you? Yeah. Right now? Feliz cumpleaños. <laughs> Feliz. <laughs> I'm not editing. Well, no. I think, <laughs> well, hang on. Let me get it. No, I think that's why. I think that's why now we put so much emphasis on Music. And that's probably why we put so much emphasis on music even before, like modern, like CCM, which is contemporary Christian music oh. for all people. Sorry, but well, CCM is your hero. <laughs> You're gonna and I'm gonna vomit it. all over it. <laughs> can I add a Can I add a thought to your thought? Yes. Or to your add thought? it on. Um, it's kind of getting it like we're limited, and that's why we lean on music to worship. I think that music, it's easier to perceive the beauty in music than it is in just like spoken word or mm. in acts of selflessness or devotion because we do want our worship to be beautiful and pleasing and good. Mm-hmm. And with music, we can get that easier. Yeah. I think that that's a thing that yeah. it's well, just, it's prettier. I feel like I'm I mean, the, cur- yeah. like, I don't mean to be like, I'm like a curmudgeon. Like, the the biggest book of the Bible is a song. I love book. that word. I know, yeah. I'm, but I'm just saying, like, like, like the biggest book of the Bible is a song book. Yeah. If you love that word, spell it. I can't. I can't spell half the words I love. See, curmudgeon. See, you're curmudgeonly. Yeah. See, regionally. Yeah. So I don't want to come at this and say that that we should yeah. just throw out singing either, right? I mean, yeah. I think there, I think you're right. I think there's something, like like, I in th- in why is it that the the book of Psalms just always soothes our souls. I think it's because the idea of poetry and music and, and the human condition all blend together in a beautiful way. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it is a great thing. I think what concerns me is when we, when we, when we take theology or, or, or the right thoughts about God out of our Christian music and only seek an experience. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we will sacrifice the, the, the depth of a song to make it more aesthetically pleasing, and I think I think great musicians, great worship leaders, thread that needle right and do both really well. I agree. Well, so if we don't want to reduce worship, how do we do it? Like, our, so so if worship is for all of life, how do we do it? How do we worship in the different areas of our life? First Corinthians ten thirty one says, "Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God." Yeah. I mean, is is giving God the glory basically a shorthand for worship? I mean, that's how I saw it. I mean. 
Do we agree on that? I guess yes. maybe I should have asked you before I typed it. No, I, I think no, that, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. That works, yeah. Yeah, okay. It, tie, it ties in this everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Yep, yep. Well, I, well let's, let's start with the home because I think this is a really great place to start. And I think, um, you know, Brandon, you added some great stuff as we were talking through this about family worship or family devotion. So, um, you know, take us through some of the stuff that you put in here because this stuff is really good. I mean, the things I said were lame. Oh, okay. But but the stuff that you um, said was really good. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But well, I mean, it's boring. <laughs> no. um, so family worship is I know, it's something that I've kind of like looked through and never really heard about until the pandemic. Mm. Um, so I'll give you these questions and see like what you guys think as well. But how do we strategically do family worship? Like, do we have a specific time or a flow or do certain things during family worship? I found it to be reading scripture, prayer, singing. But I always find it hard to sing, like, with, like, just us four. Like, just, like, my family. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's because it's, I'm just so used to the, I'm so used to the thing of worship being at the church or, like, a show mm-hmm. for me. I'm gonna a production. The, I'm yeah. going to use the word I hate. Corporate worship. Yeah. Oh, like, you hate that? Yeah. That's good I, to know. I, I, don't, I also hate that. I, it's don't, good to know. I, I don't it. hate corporate worship. I just wish there was a different word to different use. Right. Corporate makes me think of a corporation yeah. and mm. business and yeah. I don't Which feel is like God is a business. Or, staun- or staun- <laughs> like staunchiness is what I always think of with and, corporate. But corporate really just means a bunch of people yeah, gathered together, together. It does. in an yeah. organized way. But what do, you, what do you guys think? If you were to do family worship at home with your family like what would that look like for you let's go in this order Bryce to Andrew uh, so we just started doing something like this um, so it, it is we, we have dinner um, uh, right now we're doing James um, okay. and so it's, it's it's a little more difficult for us because we have that balance of we have Pierce and Layla 50% of the time mm-hmm. And so that other 50%, like, how do we balance that? Like, I want them to still experience every part of what we're doing, but it's 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 really a weird uh, dynamic that we have. But so we're still trying to figure that out. Um, but we so we're reading, we read the Bible, we talk about, we have a discussion about it. Um, actually, my sister got us or got Becca a really cool um, thing from, man, what's it called? Daily Grace Co. Thank you. Daily Grace Co. for Christmas. And uh, we 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 use part of that incorporation or in, incorporated into all of this because it's it's broken down enough that the kids can still understand it, um, but deep enough that it still benefits Becca and I. Mm-hmm. So it's really it's really interesting, really cool. Yeah. But I don't want to sing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Um. Sing, yeah, I, I mean, so I'm I'm in the same boat. I think singing is the hardest part. Of mm-hmm. of uh of, of doing corporate worship or family worship, I get that words on my brain now because I know how much you hate it. And I'm going to say it. <laughs> um, you know, so we we we've done uh, we call them devotions, family devotion. We've done them as long as we've had kids. That was just something that that, that some of the people at our church told us to be a good idea, and so we we got into that. Um, and and ours is more of of reading a Bible storybook of some kind, and then and then prayer. And, and usually discussion questions, so it's not super structured other than we usually do it before bed. That's usually the last thing we do before the kids go to bed is we 
we read a story and then we pray and we take prayer requests and then we go. So it and it's um it's one of those things, right? Where it just seems like sometimes it feels so incredibly just mechanical or frustrating because the kids are bouncing all over the place and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then when it comes to family worship with Naomi and I, we've never been the kind of couple that um, like does a Bible study together. Like we've never mm-hmm. like done that. Um, and, I, and I don't think it's. Um, can I can I ask a question? Sure. Uh, so like how how do you guys have like I guess biblical conversations like how how I, I know you like I you. live in that realm like that's constantly. basically it so basically she'll walk up to me at any point of the day and yeah. say how do you think about this okay or I just read this why is this trash or why is this good <laughs> and like we just like that's basically so I so one of the verses that we put in this section was this Deuteronomy 6 where it says love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul with all your might and these words I command you today be on your heart Teach them diligently to your children when you walk, when you sit, wherever you go, wherever you lie down. So I, I try to live by this first. I try, I mm-hmm. try to, especially with my wife and with the kids, is every moment is a moment to potentially say, how how, how do we see God here? How do we yeah. how do we do? Okay. And so that's kind of more of, kind of the ebb and flow of of my relationship with Naomi is cool. right. is I've I've spent more time you know preparing myself to answer questions and then they come up. Just seems like every day. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know how it is. I mean, you just look at the news; pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, what you know? What do you think about this? Or hey, I read this this thing online from mm-hmm. this this guy. What do you? I mean, didn't seem right. What what do you think? It's a lot of that. Cool. A lot of that stuff. Right. And then Sweet. the kids stuff. Like we're, we need to move into. I I respect that you're doing an actual book of the Bible. That's where we're yeah. where we're going next. Is to Sweet. to an actual. Like our kids are getting old enough now. Or I think we can. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, so. you have. Yeah, your your dynamics even more. I mean, it's different because you have a five year old. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I'm fortunate enough that I don't have a five year old. So you will. I will. You will in again five in like years. Five years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess in in five years we'll both have the reset button. Yeah, we did do it all over again. (laughs) The hard reset. It's gonna be good. Uh, I'm so excited for you. Anyway, (laughs) what about you, Andrew? I think we're kind of in the same boat as Brett. We don't have an organized one. I feel like we should. It'd be good. We've tried to just start one a couple times, and then we get busy and forget, and Mm -hmm. we're lazy. We all get together a lot. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and you know, like our our community group, like we're yeah. not. It's not like we're devoid of the Bible on oh, Sunday. Oh, not you know at all. I mean? Yeah, but uh, we do when something you know in our own personal study comes up. We do a lot of sharing that with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, as far as singing, I use Brittany as the guinea pig when I'm picking the set list to make sure that it's in a key that's low enough for everyone to sing mm-hmm. or high enough and whatever. It's a good call. And that ends up being kind of. You know, worship because we'll usually go through whole songs, but that's cool. It's yeah. it's not often, but when that's it cool. happens, it's nice. But I mean, it'd be good to make that happen more. Yeah. Well, let's just take that Sorry. off the table. Like, it would always <laughs> be good to do everything. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's the Christian life in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> do it more, do it better. Yeah, <laughs> do it more often. Yeah, do it more often. Exactly. What do you got to say over there, big guy? Me? Yeah, um, you. Well, I wish like. I would like to make it a priority for mm-hmm. my house to do it because, like, we've always done either our own thing individually. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Like we're like Bethany and I have always been kind of. I think there was a set. There was a, a time when we were first married that it was more of a priority to read together and all that. But through the years, we've been more individualistic on mm-hmm. 
on that. And now that our boys are getting older, um, we want to we want to steward them well and like point them towards towards the word and towards God and um, yeah, just have it like a natural flow in our home because it just never really has been. So with me, it would just be. I would do it more. I would probably more focus on like prayer and devotion, or, like reading scripture. But I probably, oddly, I probably wouldn't do music. Which is weird because you have the best voice out of <laughs> most people that I know. Okay, but um, okay. thank you. It's true. Thank deny you. it all you want. It's true. I, I didn't deny it. I just said thank you, but <laughs> yeah, sarcastically. <laughs> but um. Uh, just because I've got, how do I say this way? As well, um, I am jaded towards to like leading music, so huh? I just so I, I usually just try to avoid it mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, Never mind. Yeah, but um, definition. I found a definition for family worship. It says family worship sometimes simply can be family prayer uh, Bible reading singing psalms, hymns conducted in private homes usually usually by reformed Christians that's the official definition mm-hmm. so it's, it probably came with the reformation it's been I mean, most of the Puritans talk about yeah. doing like a like a before breakfast or after dinner kind of thing, it's been pretty common well, what Spurgeon has a morning yeah, morning evening. and evening, yeah, right that's a exactly of, what that was a for lot of, a lot of old old preachers yeah. had morning evening devotionals right right um, i would say like so my my final two cents on this topic is i'm a firm believer that love of god's word and love for god is caught more than it's taught mm-hmm. so yeah. part of the reason why i don't get too worked up about about like the form of it and like when you guys all talk about like like doing your own thing separate of your of your wives like if your kids see you doing that mm-hmm. and if your kids know that when you talk about your Bible and you like, that's the, like, if you ask your kids will find you out. Like, like you can't hide your yeah. life from your kids mm-hmm. and they know what you care about. They know what you like. They, they know you. And so if yeah. you're living a consistently biblical life yeah. and putting uh, the de- devotion to God as a high priority in your life, your kids will they'll capture that. Mm-hmm. They'll pick that up yeah, and they'll catch it. And like, you won't think they're listening, but, but they will be. And that that's, I mean, for anyone listening, that's, my encouragement is like everyone beats themselves up about family devotions because oh we don't sing, or oh we don't do that. There's just one yeah. aspect of it that we don't do, and that's going to be the crux. And my kids are all going to apostate and run to the <laughs> devil. No, like just just be yeah. the same on a Monday that you are on a Sunday, and your kids will figure it out. Yeah, it, it, it's a big deal. Yeah. It, it's a bigger deal than any like actual like little technical thing we could give. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's like well we should worship prayerfully. Mm-hmm. Meaning that even in the home, there should be a sense of reverence and structure centered around the word and prayer. Mm-hmm. And we should worship in song, which is, I just said I don't like doing that, but I know I, we, it's good to do that. And then like singing psalms or biblically centered hymns, just anything that's pointing us back to the word to grow us more to be like Jesus. And um, then we should worship joyfully. Like it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be begrudgingly doing it and like out of obligation but we should just want to praise the father with every like with all of our lives with every single every single day and to steward our our children or our wives or our families well because 
like I said, we don't, we don't, we don't, like you said, we don't want to be something outside of Sunday, like something else different outside of Sunday. Like I think that's, I think that's a big downfall of a lot of like preachers' kids, if especially if their parents are way different than they are outside of church than they are inside of church. Mm-hmm. So that's what I feel like. That's a, that's something that turns people like kids away from even wanting to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think. Yeah, I think if we're living it all the like throughout all of our lives and every little aspect, when they see us, if they see us stumble and we apologize, or if we overreact at them and like yell at them and say something that we shouldn't have said to them, and we go to them and apologize, and, yeah, you know, that's a huge deal. Yeah, that's like, that's grace and those are, and those it, are, it shows the kids that hey, I mess up too. Yeah, like yeah. hey, I'm not perfect and. Uh, there's no way I, I could expect you to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like grace works its way into the family dynamic. Yeah. It definitely. <gasps> Amen. But yeah, I think I think for everyone who listens and all that stuff, like sorry, did I get all that stuff? You say yeah, I know, all that stuff. All they say, I say, whatever. All the goods. Whatever, all the goods. And all them goods. Thank you. But I think anyone who listens should consider family worship. If you have a wife, kids, mm-hmm. or if you have, mm-hmm. yeah. Agreed. Like you should mm-hmm. consider it. Yep. If you don't like worship, you're not going to like I heaven. I guess the, for, like, not going to like what? Ex- heaven. Heaven. Oh, because yeah. that's all you're going to do. <laughs> so we're going to be a big part of it. <laughs> like an example. It's going to be example, a priority I would say on so. the docket. Yeah. I would say so. <laughs> I think an example for agenda. me mm-hmm. is I've always, I always remembered any time we stayed with my grandpa, mm-hmm. before anyone would go to bed, he would bring us all into his room, and then we would, he would read scripture, and then we would go around the circle and pray for each other. Mm. That's cool. So, I, and he would always end it. So I always remember, I always remembered that, and I'm like, wow, I'd like to do that. You know, but I just got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I get you that. know, but was that interesting? You remember it? Yeah, that's yeah. like one of the key things I always remembered, and that he gave me a bedtime. <laughs> Which apparently your parents did. Nine thirty. He's like, you gotta go out and lay in your bed. I'm like, nine thirty. That's Brandon, so late. Brandon was twenty three, so it was really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> and married. Yeah. 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 But no, like, yeah. So yeah, it does matter what you do. Mm-hmm. It matters what we do. Yeah. Especially for the for kingdom work. Mm-hmm. Kingdom work is our families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Great transition. Speaking oh, yeah. of kingdom work, work. What is it? You know, can we worship at work? Yes. Yeah. I work yeah. at Hobby Lobby. That's yeah, not, you work for uh, that's yeah. the Lord's Arts and Crafts store. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, how about the rest of us? <laughs> I work in a liberal function functioning society. I work by myself. AKA a college. I am in it. I work for a trucking company. Yeah. So I wrote this and by yourself most yeah, of the well, time. True. <laughs> True. Sometimes work feels like the Old Testament city of Babylon. It can feel godless and frustrating. Many times it's unfulfilling Mm -hmm. and we can just feel out of place. But the New Testament tells us that how we work matters and we should even see it as a gift from God and a way to worship him with our life. Andrew, would you give us Colossians 3, 23 and 24? I would be happy to. I just have to find it. (laughs) 
It's uh, below the paragraph that Brett just read. Yeah. What? I was <laughs> off the cuff. That was, oh, you're right. You're right. I went too me. far. I went too far. I was down to 16 and Gone 17. too far. Okay. Right, Colossians 3, far. 23 and 24. Please. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Thank you. So, again, like if we're trying to expand our vision and our understanding of what worship is, how does God tell us to work? He tells us that, that who's our ultimate boss? God. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Him, the one. So when we're mailing it in because it's tomorrow morning and I'm going to be exhausted because we're up late recording a podcast. So what, I mean, I read this. So I will tell you this. So I'll start and I want to hear what you guys think. But like this verse, when I found out it was in the Bible, it changed my life. I, I've, I think I've told all of you guys privately like, I got into trucking backwards, right? That's not like a passion project. It's not like something that I was like, man, I just, dude, I got to get in there and dude, be I, in I, there. I need to do like, this. this. Is I like need my to be call. a trucker. Yeah. Baby Brett Welty in the backyard. Uh, Best trucking yeah. dispatcher ever. What do you want to be? I want to be in middle management for the smallest <laughs> national trucking company. Um, right. So, like, that just wasn't like, I wasn't, I'm not living the dream, right? Yeah. And, yeah. um, but, like, this verse really helped me understand that, like, what I did for a living, one, didn't define me, but two, how I feel about the job shouldn't determine my work ethic or, or how I, I view it. Mm-hmm. And that, that mattered to me. And then I paired that with, with um, a verse, like, out of First Peter chapter 2, where it says, um, Sub- Servants, be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good and the gentle, but also to the unjust. For this is a gracious thing when mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. So have you ever had a bad boss? <laughs> right? I mean, no. so so the idea there is like, so even if you have a bad boss. Never. Yeah, right. Well, we Yay. we could spend an entire podcast on <laughs> your bad boss. <laughs> no, fact, not my, so, cur- not no, my current no, boss. Not if your he current listens. boss. He's your amazing. Rob, you're awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude. Thank you. For, thank, you for the, thank you for the job. <laughs> That's right. I really enjoy it. That's exactly right. Yeah, my current boss is great too. So. Yeah, yeah, and my my boss where I work is great too. Uh, but I've had a couple of bosses in in this line of work that weren't great, and so so working hard and then working even if you're if you're um, suffering unjustly, if you're being treated un you know for, uh, poorly because of your 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 boss is just that way. I mean, those verses matter, right? So you take a verse like Colossians chapter three that talks about working for the Lord and not just for men. And then also sometimes we have bosses or people we work for that, that we might feel like we're suffering unjustly. So the Bi- what I love about God's word is that like, it just gets it. Like that's like, there's just, as Solomon says, there's nothing new under the sun. People have hated mm-hmm. their jobs and had bad bosses forever. forever. Yeah. And, and I've always found that to be comforting to know that like what, like I'm not alone in what I'm feeling. I'm like, okay, like this is, this is common. Oh, I had a bad day. Yeah. Okay. That so that helps. It happens a lot. What are all the benefits of the job that I have that I that I don't know that I love or whatever? Right? Well, how yeah. about it provides for my family? Yeah. yeah. How about I you can do good work for the kingdom at any place you're at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't think about it. Mm-mm. You know, like I always thought like I like put like a lot of the jobs on the back burner because someone had prophesied over me that this is your calling. You need to do this. You need to press in on this. Look at all the stereotypical language I'm using here, by the way. But it's like, <laughs> like, and then it turns out well, that might not have been it. Like, I think mm. God called me to one, 
serve him, two, serve my wife, two, serve my family. You just said two twice. But... Sorry. You know what I'm two saying? Two A, two B. Two, two, two A, two B. They all go together. Yes, right. Fine. But it's like, think about it. Like, yeah. those are our, our basic callings and to be a light to the world mm-hmm. around us. So if we're like slumping around, being grouchy at our jobs and be like, I'm way better than this job, mm. then what do you think, what kind of message do you think that sends to like non-believers that yeah. they think of us? <laughs> right. That we're not, like mm-hmm. that we're stereotypical, stuck up Christians. Yeah. Piece of garbage. You know what I mean? I have found a quote. You go first. I found a well, quote. I was going to say, to, to piggyback off what you just said, there's a verse in First Peter chapter 3 that says, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you mm-hmm. for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yeah. So if you have the same hope as all of your coworkers, there's no difference there, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we need to be ready and able to give a reasoning for why our hope and what we believe in and why we function the way we do is different mm-hmm. from those around us. Yeah. Why is it that this job is soul-sucking and yet you are always so joyful, right? I mean, right? Yep. You know what I'm talking about. The yeah, Lord, the I, Lord's trinkets and knickknacks don't shelve themselves. I, I have Ye- been involved in uh, conversations up. where busting boxes open in the stockroom and they're like, I've never seen Andrew get angry before. Like... That's been... I haven't like, either, by the they, way. They will do that I have. with me well, there. And so it's 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 like oh wow I've been asking for opportunities to share with these kids and now they're yeah. talking about like how does he not get angry yeah and I get to oh just Jesus patience that comes from some all in four weeks of not swearing and trucking and I already had somebody in my office when I started this job and said are you a Christian seriously he goes I've had a lot of bosses at this place and none of them talk like you four weeks four weeks nice. I mean, that's that's like the like that's not like a, that's the bottom rung. Like, yeah. okay, you just don't talk like us. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, that's being in the world and not of it, though. Yeah, well, yeah. I, uh, hopefully, hopefully that's true. Sure. But what else, Bryce? What do you think about working? Yeah. Um. So I actually was just having a conversation about this today with Jesus. Um. So Providence just isn't a town in Rhode Island. Hmm. Cotton Providence. I love Ooh. that show. Anyway. Um. I don't even know what that means. It's the judge that's really <laughs> nice and funny. I okay. like that guy. Um, oh, okay. So most of my department is Christians, and we have conversations about Jesus quite a bit. And there are student workers that are there, and they're hearing us have conversations about Jesus. And I've had more than one opportunity to talk to these kids because they're just constantly listening. To us. And they're like, the, the, what you're talking about, like – makes sense but i don't understand it so it's it's a great uh environment to be in but um i have to oh also be careful what i'm doing and what i'm saying outside of talking about jesus because mm-hmm. i don't want to be a hypocrite and i don't want to be looked at like well you're just another typical christian that uh says one thing and does another so shoo yep what do we do when that happens because it's going to – look, if, if we're going to work in the world, it's going to happen. We're sinful human beings. Yeah. Still. So what Like, what do we do if we do slip up or whatever? I mean – Depends on the situation, I guess. Okay. Own your junk. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, own and it. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a tough one for people, especially in workplaces, I think, yeah. mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. be like, hey, yeah, that mistake was my fault. And I know this was a team thing, but, like, let me take the heat for that yeah. one. It's right. like – 
I, I became people's favorite favorite manager at work mm. because of one of those, mm-hmm. like yeah. one one occurrence of that. Really, and like, it's be like, man, I feel sorry for you guys that that's how it's been. But like, mm. yeah, that's all it takes. I've had to, to like, just own your stuff. I say I've had to put my tail between my legs and mm-hmm. go apologize to like a boss that I didn't get along with mm-hmm. for Jeez. the way I acted. Mm. Or whatever. Even though I felt justified in the way I acted, I was like, "This isn't shit. This is not how I should react." Mm. And I've had to do that, and I'm like, and it sucked. <laughs> like it hurt because I'm like, so stupid. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm and I'm proud. Like I'm, I'm a very very <laughs> proud stubborn man. <laughs> like I will. Like I you have to pull. It. Like uh, I, I don't believe it. <laughs> No, okay. like I like I've had it would be like pulling. I'd rather pull like there's sometimes I'd rather yank my fingernails out than go apologize. Stop. Like I'm not not to be weird, but put like the, put the bamboo shoots under first. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right, get it. Bamboo shoots, pliers, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> then soak it all up with some cotton swabs. <laughs> I can do that. That's that's just let me know when you're done. That's too far. Too far. No. Just too just far. Let too me far. know. Yeah. I think they're done. Oh, they're done. Okay, good. But um, I'm editing all that out. You nasties. You are required to listen to it one more time. Yeah. I know that's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. No, I like. I'm a very. I'm very proud, and I'm like. I don't want. I don't want to apologize. Mm-hmm. But uh, through God's mercy and grace, He's softening me up mm. to be able to like apologize more and admit when I'm wrong. Mm. That's not easy. It's not fun. Is it easier at work or at home? One oh, <laughs> A and one B. Um, <laughs> neither. Is there a beehive Zero. outside you'd like to I'd rather apologize. I'd rather apologize at work than at home. It's just being, just being real. <laughs> uh, uh, that needs to be followed up with a, but I know I'm wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Yes. I know I'm wrong. I would still, yes. We, I, but, I, but I'm more prideful in my home than I am at work. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's stupid. I'll say, um, can I say this quote? Yeah. Do you think it fits right where I we're at? I think it sounds great. Okay. So this is from Josh Lee. Um, it says, in a culture where it is getting harder and harder to decipher what reality is, the church, which claims to know the ultimate reality, should be the first place uh, for people to look for authenticity, especially in worship. Uh, we need to be equipped with songs and prayers of lament saturated in biblical language that acknowledge the reality of the human condition. It is simply not enough to have our worship services as mere as merely a feel-good, happy, and optimistic pep rally when what people actually need is vocabulary and space rooted in the story of God to express their grievances and hope, which I do think complements... Um, worship at work mm-hmm. and living a worshipful worshipful life at work because of, because of authenticity. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, if we're going to be authentic, people need to know. I agree with that. They need to see it in us. I agree with you, Brandon. I think that we run the risk of if we don't have a deep understanding and worship of of worship in all of our lives and and understanding that it's more than like worship is more than just being happy. Yeah. Right. We're going to spend, I think we should spend a whole episode 
you already started working on it, but this idea of like, how can we even worship through suffering or through, you know, mm-hmm. like what the Old Testament called well, lament? I just, I just think yeah. it's, I think worshiping and even, even like living through suffering, like mm-hmm. is not talked about enough. Mm-mm. You know, like we're not prepared to suffer in a biblical manner. Right. Where we either, it's great or everything sucks and God sucks. It's mm. like two different, it's like polar opposites. Yeah. Like give glory to God when it's when he's blessing you and he's giving you all this life and giving you all these things. But what happens when like people, like when a loved one dies? Or like mm-hmm. what happens when you lose everything? Mm-hmm. Like what do you do? No one knows. Because we don't talk about it. We don't want to talk about suffering because it doesn't sell. Mm-hmm. You know? like we, But it's not about selling an item. It's about right. living a life and understanding that one of the, biggest things that jesus promised us is that we were going to suffer right so we should take that seriously mm-hmm. but why don't we i'd love to i'd love to know the question when we get to that episode why do we why don't we talk about this enough that's great and i think we should yeah. spend well we don't have to do it now no. yeah if we were if we i have so weeks. many questions and uh, so many things that we the talk good about news that. is the bible has answers yeah, yeah. yes let's and go we'll find them together yes. <gasps> oh let's transition so, so pay attention dear listener let's wrap up with this episode with the alone. last one we have there which is how do we worship when we are alone? So we've kind of covered these different areas, and we're kind of jumping over whatever you would call the Sunday morning service, which is not you can say corporate, corporate worship, worship now. Fine. I don't know what we're gonna call it. Cor- we gotta come up corporal with corporal right. worship. Yeah, corporeal, corporeal worship. Corporeal, gathered worship. Yeah, corp- togetherness, corp pop. So worshiping alone. Can we worship when we are by ourselves? Many people call this. A quiet time or maybe our, our Bible reading. Mm-hmm. This is something that many of us do with some frequency, but we often don't see it as a time of worship. I know often I don't. Mm. Um, a lot of times it's more of just data collecting about God because we want, um, you know. Data collecting. I mean, isn't that essentially, I mean, yeah. when you look at me, do you think devotion or do you think the guy that knows where everything is? Um, the guy where it knows where everything no, is, which is not no, healthy. No, right? no, I don't think so. Well, that's fine. I mean, you're just saying that because we're in public, but. But what I think is like, I'm, how does that guy that's like so much smarter than me, and I, I think like I would, I know we're not supposed to say like this guy's a better Christian than that person. Is that <laughs> I look at you and think that guy's a better Christian than me, but he sounds just like me. What the heck? Yeah, because well, <laughs> the dirty secret times. is I'm not. I'm worse. Trust me. I'm oh. with myself all day. Um, <laughs> the same. Yeah. Right. But again, so Colossians three says we want the word of God to dwell in us richly. So, so how do we do that? So, and, and I wanted to add this part for me because mm. I wanted to remind myself that when I get up in the morning and I'm opening the Bible, this is a time of worship. I mean, one thing I think you do really well when you talk about your, I'm, talk, I'm pointing at Brandon, for those of you that aren't on YouTube, oh. um, is that shout out YouTube, check us out online if you want to see us there, if you want to see our four of the, the dopest mugs you've ever seen. Uh, da bling. I'm going to put it above your head. Not coffee okay. mugs. We don't have any. Mug. We got no merch. Yeah, no merch. Merch forthcoming. But one thing that I think Maybe. you do really well in your in your so. in your personal devotion is I would say that the stuff you talk about sounds more worshipful than what I do. What I do is read and pray and sometimes it's just that. And and I'd like it to be better than that. So I, I tell some of the tell us good friend, Brandon. Brandon. Brand Brandon. Give me, give me back Brand. my Go ahead. <laughs> Tell me something about about what you do in your time with the Lord when you are alone that that you feel is particularly helpful. Okay. Um. Well, this is all new for me. That I'm putting um, on the spot? Or, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like in the last year. Mm. 
Was... Would you say you didn't do something like this before a year? No. Okay. Okay. But a lot I, of people don't. But I've, I saw a need that I was like, well, my life, my, my spiritual life is chaotic and it's everywhere and it's not a priority. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and I want it to be a priority because anytime I veer away from God and do my own thing, it always sucks. Um, so what I've incorporated into my daily, we'll say worship or daily, um, we'll call it in Christianese, like quiet time. Um, <laughs> I've I've added in like time of time of time in the Word. So I'll, usually I'll read a couple verses, and then I'll just ponder and more like just. More in the contemplative act of prayer, and just be like God, um, show like just show me your glory, um, and speak to me, and show me where I where I need to improve, and show me how to love you better and more, um, and more authentically. Um, and then I've added in I read, uh, we do the prayer app. I read that most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have a different one, which is a longer, a longer. St- I don't do the prayer app anymore. Yeah. I was just like feeling no, I, shame. Like, no, like I do it sometimes. I don't do it as often as okay. I normally okay. I do. I still it. have it on my phone. Yeah, and I see it. I'm like, oh, prayer. Okay. Um, but I but I also added in one that's a, like a more of a daily office. It's a little longer. Um, it's a little bit more guided. Um, so that's mostly what I do with my quiet time, and then. I've found I've found that I don't I don't read as many like Christian books outside of the Bible because I'm finding more I'm finding more like life in the Bible, which is good. Yeah. Um and I'm like I just want to know what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So I've and then yeah. But um more or less it's just trying to soak my life with the Bible, but that's what I want. Like I want my, I want every part of who I am to like always be like, like looking for more mm-hmm. from the Word, and depending on the Word more than other commentary, I guess. Which I'm not, and I'm not bashing God, like good, good biblical commentary because that's. Real, I like, feel like good yeah. biblical commentary is necessary in yeah. a lot yeah. of senses, yeah. especially when you're preparing yeah. a sermon. Yeah. yeah, and I don't preach. Same or whatever. Granted, like I, I mean, I prep the I, a lot of times I prep these, so I obviously use a lot of different commentaries and um, and all that. But it's I've just found like I want the word to be the center of all the other stuff. Some guys get into reading a commentary before they even read the passage, and that I think is really unhealthy. yeah, it happens. Yeah, I mean, back in the day when I first started teaching Bible studies, and like if I was, I was if I was in a hustle, to be like, I got old oh man, I got youth group tomorrow night, I got to teach. I haven't even started. I just I just jam the commentary. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes oh, oh okay, oh, you know, and then you just like go. So well, and that's not a healthy way to. Yeah, think, yeah you're not being saturated by the word first. Yeah, I think right. a couple time a couple times a week I do like a guided like, not to freak anyone out, but I do like a guided like, biblically centered like meditative time, like a five minute. I do it like a couple times a week just to kind of like quiet my mind um, because my mind is restless and I I think about a lot of stuff. I think about 
a lot of different aspects of life or like things I want to do but I know there's time that I just need to be quiet in my, in my mind and it helps me to be, become quiet so I can just kind of think more on God hmm. and it's just and it's little it's they're like little small tracks that have like a Bible verse that's guided with it and I just that's what I that's what I've found I've added that into like a, a like my rhythm or my rule because it's it just it just helps it helps me a little bit more mm-hmm. so yeah biblical like so I center my life around the word I'm intentionally trying to like do different things for my prayer life instead of just saying things I like do guided prayer because that helps I think that helps me a little bit more because sometimes I'm like well what am I supposed to say like it doesn't sound eloquent enough but I don't think it has to you know, I think John MacArthur said it once that he's like, you don't have to say God 17 times in your prayer. He's heard it once. He knows what you're saying. <laughs> he knows who he, he knows, is. Yeah, he, he knows, knows who you're talking to. So he's talking like, to me. So I, I, I'm like, okay. But so anytime I hear someone pray, like pray and I hear all that, I'm like, it's in my head. I know what you're doing. I know what, <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. I know a guy. But um, <laughs> anything else that needs to be added about this stuff, boys? Boys. <laughs> No? no, nothing else can be said. I don't think so. Don't okay, think so. well let's close. So. Let's go around the table or around the horn for those of you. There that, we go. There it is. It's been a hot Yay. minute since I've heard that. That's, I want to. I want to end this episode with with pulling back the curtain and telling everybody what is the easiest way and the hardest way it is for each of us to worship God in in the categories that we looked at tonight. And because I'm the host, I'm, I'm the step in host this time. Step in. I'm going last. <gasps> Say what? Bryce is first. Bryce is first. I'm first? Okay, easiest way. Um, are you talking about the four things that we just did? Just any of them, yeah. I mean, like, so uh, we'll say we'll say uh, personal quiet time devotion, um, work, um, family devotion, uh, cor- corporeal worship, whatever you want to say, whatever's easiest or hardest. Corporate worship is the easiest by sure. far. Okay. Easiest. Um, hardest. Would you also say that it also, but it's, it's some of the most, it's the most worshipful for you as well? Like, do you feel nearest to God when you are... Corporate. No, okay. I take it back. Actually, okay. no. I, now, I, now that I say that, I take it back. Corporate's the hardest for me. Okay. Because I am so musically minded mm. that I am distracted by everything if it doesn't fall in line with the way I want it to go. Mm. And that's not the most important part, though I do ha- have a very strong belief that we need to strive to be a better musician so it's not distracting for worship. Sure. Um but it's not the most important thing. So that is probably the hardest for me. Uh, easiest is probably work, uh, just because of where I work. Mm. Um, it, it's a it's a weird aspect because it, it is super liberal everywhere else on campus, but in our department is just a bunch of Christians, which is really cool. Um, we have different views and certain things, but uh, which is most of our discussion. So which is makes it really cool we get to talk about the bible all the time nice brandon me okay. yeah um i think i have to put these two together but working alone because that's what i'm alone is oh. work. Mm. so is that the easiest or the hardest that's the easiest okay for sure me. um just because that's i'm like that's time i can focus it on without any kind of out like any kind of distraction corporate is hardest for me Mm. For pretty much the same reasons as Bryce mm. would say, but I'm also very cynical 
about corporate worship as well. I'm cynical because as well. I've grown up in it my whole dude. Entire. We're totally gonna tackle this topic, yeah. and I'm gonna continue to be the host because I'm gonna just I'm gonna rip it out of both of you. Yeah. Are you? I want to find out. I want to. <laughs> I, I got you, questions. No, like, oh, you got questions. I got questions. I've grown. I've up. got answers. If, if none, if any of you didn't know, I'm a pastor's kid. PK, and I've grown up in it. And I hated it for a really long time. But like you came out of the box, like also leading worship too, right? It's You've true. done it a long yeah. time, or you yeah. did it a long Dude, time. I've been, yeah, I've been playing and yeah. on the worship team since I was what sixth you grade, were fourteen or thirteen. Yeah. Or no, like I that. was in middle school. Well, I mean, you're held back. <laughs> I graduated at seventeen. <laughs> yeah, okay, likely story. from public school. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. No, I think um, in Sioux City, Iowa. Yeah, I said I grew up. I, I started like we started our worship team yeah. at my grandpa's church. Like there was none before we showed up. Mm. So, but so I've been doing like I've been doing it around thirteen or fourteen yeah. years old. Yeah, it's it's been a nonstop long time. Yeah. until until twenty twenty. Yeah. Until twenty twenty, like, I was about yeah. No, that's not even true for me. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, so it was like that's when it stopped for me. So it was. Yeah, I shouldn't say stopped. Stop it is the stopped. wrong word. Yeah. But whatever you would call that. Slow down. Step back. I took a hot break and said, I'm out of here. Goodbye. So you. Interesting. Andrew. All right. I think that I could put corporate worship and work together as the easy ones for me. Mm -hmm. And then I could put family and alone as the difficult ones for me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm really good at, like, putting in more effort when there's people around me. Mm. And I am very, sure. very undisciplined when I'm by myself mm. or when it's just us at home. Like, so I think that, um, especially corporate worship, I still have a love for it. Mm. I don't know how I managed to like come out of about as many years as as you. I don't know. You've probably been doing it longer than I have, but. Mm. Uh, I'm probably, I was, I've been I was, no, we've, we've all been probably doing it yeah. the same amount. I've been I've 16. Done a lot of different I was 16 stuff. when I started. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just still have a love for it and a calling for it that has not, I don't know, just hasn't hasn't been jaded or hasn't died down. I've just been blessed in that way. Supernaturally, I'm sure. Like, that's not oh, yeah. anything in here. I think, yeah, because you, you've gone through some, I mean, we've gone through some of the same experiences. So, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But that is, that's the Lord. But yeah, sure. I just I just love it, and um, so that one is just so easy because I think that it just feels natural and mm-hmm. and good. Yeah. And then at work is easy because there's people there that I can, you know, if my coworkers are putting in an effort, it is much easier for me to try and put in the same or more effort, and to do, you know, the same kind of work or better. And then when it's just me and Brittany. We kind of enable each other to just kind of be lazy sometimes, and probably more me than her. Um, I, I'm the I'm the negative influence in that. But uh, and then when I'm by myself, it's just so difficult to do anything. I just don't mm. feel pushed, mm. and because I am a creature of peer pressure, I guess I don't know. But so if I yeah. peer pressured you to do something, would you do it? Yes, probably. Not Bryce. We're not peers. <laughs> Daddy. So he doesn't even like me. Yeah, I don't know. He loves you. Whoa. Well, I mean, we're family. I kind of have that's to. That's why it's, yeah. it's, it's built in. Baked into the cake. Baked. I am nice. hurt. How about you? We were family before you I married your sister. That's true. That's true. Mm. You guys lived in the same house. That's also true. 
And I and I uh, stayed there. I a squatted lot. there for a while. <laughs> yeah. I just had a flash of a great idea. Oh no! And it's going to be later, but we've got. I, we need to start doing interviews. I want to interview each of you guys about oh, your life. My I think it'll be incredible. So good. Okay, we're going to come back to that. This okay. is terrifying. Um, you know, easy, easiest for me, um, I would put, you know, the, the what we'd call like a quiet time and uh, in corporate worship. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I just love the word and I don't have any, I don't have the, the that as a problem. Um, the hardest for me, I think, would be work. It's always been work. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I, I wonder if it's, I, I was, Growing up, I used to call me a dreamer. Like I just had these big dreams of what I was going to do for a living, and it was just such a such an idol to be to be wanting to be something or somebody, uh, whatever in in whatever I was doing. And so that was that was a big thing. So work has always kind of been that for me. So I'd say that's the hardest place for me to give God the glory and not be curmudgeonly. Um, but anything that's it's more word based, like corporate worship or. Or a mm. quiet time would be yeah. be easier. So, did you want to be in the NBA when you grew up? Uh, growing up, I wanted to be a professional baseball player, oh. and then in my twenties, I wanted to be a millionaire. Mm. And so, why didn't you become a professional baseball player? <laughs> These are stories for another time. Because you could have succeeded at both of those goals if you would have just. That's true. Well, because he has six fingers on his left hand. <gasps> Get out of our camera! They don't make gloves for that. <laughs> All right. Do this anyway. <laughs> yeah, I did. That was. I mean, you know, sleight of hand is my is my jam. So, well, that's I think a good place to stop. And that is. next that's week, good. let's or next time we get together, let's let's talk more about um, worship and and get get more down to the brass tacks of both corporate worship services or maybe worshiping and suffering. We'll we'll be back soon yes. with more on suffering. Anything anything we got before we go? Before we go? No, I'm just glad to be back. It's good. Yeah, me too. I was I I the I didn't sleep much, right? We just haven't recorded in so long. I'm like, I don't care what it takes. I don't care how tired I am tomorrow. I'm glad to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, don't listen to Caleb. <laughs> that's for next time. <laughs> that's that's why I gotta tell you. <laughs> I'm just gonna take that and just like just put why it on would a you line? say something so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> Find something else to listen to. Uh, so Caleb's not putting us on their uh, podcast platform. That's for sure. Oh, Spotify is free. You just have to use a few commercials and you're fine. Just listen to better stuff. Yeah, there's other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's been right fun. This has been great. Good times. Great times. Thank you. Also, yes. thank you everybody for listening. Yeah, to us we appreciate you. If, if you faces. if you would like to, and we would love it if you would go to Apple Podcasts, rate us, leave comments. You can go to Spotify, do all that good stuff. We want to get out there desperately. If you feel led at all, we also oh, yeah, do. We have now, Patreon. We do have Patreon. Patreon. Oh, In addition to Patreon, I also signed up for Buy Me a Coffee. So Ooh, even better. I don't Tell know if more you, about this. Uh, so if you would like to donate, Death Wish, to anything that we do, that would be amazing. We love um, it. I've spent a lot of money, um, and my <laughs> which <laughs> and my wife would like some of it replenished. Uh, of course, fair. Eventually, it, it's right? my money. It's fine. It's fine. Love it. No, it's no, no. It's been great. I'm I'm grateful for the Lord blessing us so that we can do all of this. Mm-hmm. But if you would like to donate to us so that we can get the word out further, and we will be your best friend. Well, I'll, I'll be your best friend. At a these distance. guys are my best. I friends. do. I do a lunch. I do. <laughs> 
I'll shake your hand. We can see where it goes. We can see where it goes. Oh, okay. This has been fun. It's got labels on it. Yeah, one of the levels on our Patreon is like a blind date with one of the guys. <laughs> Wouldn't be blind for them. They know what we look like. Yeah, it's blind for us. Shout out Dave Ryder. Oh, Dave Ryder. Dave Ryder's <laughs> definitely doing it for a dollar or something. He's he like, will. I want Brandon. <laughs> if it's, it's not what he sounds like. If it's Dave, if, if it's Dave Ryder, I'll show up anytime. <laughs> Day or night. Day, Day or night. night. Put out the bicycle. I finally oh, saw that you video ever of Dave Ryder. Oh, my goodness. Bryce, does he not look like an older Cole, Cole, Cole Mills? Mills? Yeah. yeah, he does. Okay, all yeah. right. Mm-hmm. No, I, if you ever want to meet me, no, I want cold. To you'll have to, to go this. through my he security. <laughs> Call my people, which is my children. I was gonna say, who is that? And then you have to walk up the stairs to my to my office. All right, and I'll say, so go away. I need, <laughs> I need a space. great time. I'll tell you, Gideon's uh, got a mean backhand. That's true. Does. He, he, Elijah's always punching me. Same. Pow, yeah. Pow. Anyways, <laughs> wrap it up. This has been Outsiders Podcast. Look thank at the you camera. For, thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.